Why, good evening, everybody. Welcome to From Ashes to Stars. I'm your hostess, Frankie Ash. Today, we are talking about healthy eating patterns. What are the right ways to eat? We know that we should load our plates up with veggies since they have more bulk or volume to the meal. Grains and or gluten-free substitutes are also important unless there's medical reasons not to serve up the whole grains and and or carbohydrates because a lot of people because there's some people out there with the seizures epilepsy i believe that are on the keto diet because of that so but we'll talk about that later Unless there's a medical reason not to serve up the whole grains and and or carbohydrates like pasta, whole grain pasta, bread, whole grain bread, the more grains and oats you add to your balanced diet without overdoing it. There's some days where you could overdo it, you know, but carbs, you need your carbohydrates for your brain, bottom line. They help you with your glycogen, they help you improve your workouts and, you know, they make you stronger, bottom line. You know, yes, protein does too, but we often underestimate, you know, eating healthy carbs. Pasta's still all right for you. Bread's still all right for you. You know, we often mistake bread make it for making us big, for making us obese. Again, you cannot gain weight without an energy surplus. You cannot lose weight without a deficit. You cannot maintain weight without eating eating the about the about the same as you burn, if that makes any sense to you. But anyways. The more whole grains give you riboflavin, fiber, thiamine, which are necessary for your digestion, brain health, and other organs. Most humans must follow a balanced diet with fruits, with fruits, meats, vegetables, grains, you know, whatnot. You guys know the jazz. Fruits and veggies are ways to get a majority of your vitamins in. These decrease the risk of malnutrition and certainly decreases limit and certainly and it certainly decreases the risk of certain diseases and limit and if you're malnutrit if you're mal malnourished you also have, might later on down the line experience limitations or you might feel weak you might feel grumpy you might feel such and such all things negative bottom line your fruits help you Obtain vitamin C, antioxidants, fiber, vitamin A, vitamin A, potassium, full, which are essential to help combat common colds and flus and other illnesses. Greens, yeah, they may not be very favorable for most of you guys out there. You know, I know, I know, but you know, we have to have them in Subway. 
even if we have to supplement them or even if we have to sneak them into our foods. And I know a lot of people, they don't like the texture of broccoli, don't like the texture of certain foods, and that's completely understandable. You know, sometimes you have to retexture it, put it in a blender or put it in your food processor, make it a sauce. You know, there's so many ways you could make it palatable for you. You know, I like, I personally like to add salt, garlic powder, pepper, lime, lemon pepper to a lot of my greens. You know, and I know you, like I said, the greens are not the most favorable type of food we want to eat. But, you know, you got to have those vitamins somehow. Because you have to have vitamin K and other vitamins to supplement a healthier gut biome. To help your digestion and other forms, other vitamin K also helps other functions in the body. And also your heart health. Some people season them like I do. I love seasoning my vegetables. Don't. I never eat a vegetable without seasoning. That makes any sense to you guys. And, you know, they say eat the rainbow. You know, carrots, you know, carrots, cabbage, broccoli, of course, spinach, tomatoes, even. They have thiamine. They have... Certain they have certain vitamins in them. And I'm not gonna give you a list, a full full list of what has what. So I'm just gonna give you generalization. And you know, personally, I'm a nutrition coach, certified nutrition coach. But one thing, one way to remember what vitamin K is is kelp. Kelp is green. The darker the green is, the better, the more iron and vitamin K it has. So choose wisely. I personally love eating spinach. Spinach, spinach, spinach. A lot of people hate spinach. Now I like to do many things with spinach, like make it and add it into my salad. Add it into like I might boil it, I might microwave steam microwave it, you know, any way. And put some you might want to put some salt on it. You might want to put lemon pepper or whatever floats your boat. You don't have to eat it plain. I personally prefer to season my food. Meats, beans, in any way you could you could get protein. Legumes, chickpeas, slash garbanzos. You know, any source of protein. Even fish, even clams, even shrimp, even any sort of meat under the sun, or any sort of uh, beans, any sort of legumes you have, they could also serve an important part of your diet. Now, protein is one of the most important things you must watch for. And there's such thing as overdoing protein, too, because that's not good for your liver. But, you know, I did, I made I made a few vegetarian recipes with legumes, with garbanzos, with, you know, all these beans. You know, I could probably share them later down on the line if you guys want me to. Tofu, you know, soybeans, edame, I love edame. 
You know, I like to eat the skins of it, and I shouldn't be, but I do. I like to chew on them. You know, I like to, sometimes I pop them out, put soy sauce on them. It's delicious. And we'll put a little extra salt on them. It's delicious. I eat them with ginger. It's really good. And even, um, yeah. But these proteins help you recover your muscle mass, too. These help support muscle synthesis. I'm sorry, I said it wrong a little. Um, these help recover you. These help grow your nails. These help grow your... This also helps grow your hair. You know, protein is very essential to you. Every single organ needs it. You know. And then let's talk a little bit about the vitamins, shall we? Okay, the fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, K, ADEC. That's how we remember it, nutrition class. Fat-soluble vitamins typically help your vision, your bones, your cholesterol, your blood clots, even your hair. Whole milk, eggs, avocado, butter, cheeses, eggs, egg yolks. These cannot be eliminated. The reason why they're called fat-soluble is because they cannot be discreted from urine. Eat too much, it could also be toxic. So, bottom line is, you know, and a lot of misconceptions, people say eggs are bad for you. Well, back in the 70s, they said, don't eat eggs because of the cholesterol. There's such thing as good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. And then one way you could remember cholesterol is LDL, leave us alone. That's the bad cholesterol. HDL, that's the good, healthy, healthy cholesterol. HDL is healthy cholesterol. You know, eggs give you a healthy source of cholesterol. Yes, there's such thing as overdoing it. But you can never go wrong with just eating eggs throughout. You know, eggs are a cheap source of protein now. You know, it is November 3rd, 2023. And from Walmart, I get a 60 count of eggs. Because we have a big family here. Nine cents per egg. That's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. You gotta admit, that's the jump in there. Um, avocados are really good fat to add in your diet. You know, you need fats to help you absorb other nutrients. You also need fats to kind of help regulate your hormones, help you regulate your skin. That's why your skin could get oily sometimes because of the fats. And there's such thing as bad and good fats. Saturated fats, we might want to limit. But there's no, there's nothing wrong with eating a fried chicken. Or some french fries. Um, some oils are really good for you, but it changes ever so often. You know, butter is, such, is the most natural fat you could put in your foods. And cheese, you know. And a lot of people like to eliminate egg yolks out of their diet. You know, like I said, egg yolks are good for vitamin B12. And it's good. It's a superfood. I'm going to tell you that, guys. You know, some people like to put one egg yolk in their whites. And I'm sitting here like, I'm just going to eat all my egg yolks. Because it's nutritious. You know, I get my nutrients however I can. Personally, on a side note. This is personally. I can't eat pork or beef. So, 
you know, I'm getting most of my nutrients from eggs or turkey or I'm getting most of my proteins and fats from butter, turkey, chicken, fish, shellfish, eggs. You know, it's a lot easier on me, guys. You know, because a lot of people have an intolerance to beef or pork. And a lot of people have an intolerance to certain other proteins. And some people, you know, we could go on and on about intolerance. You know, that you figure out those over time. You know, inflammation is sometimes caused by what you eat in your diet. That's something we could talk about later on. But, but and then you have the water-soluble vitamins. All your B vitamins. All your C vitamins. Meat, fruit can be, this is your meat, your fruit, your grains, some of your grains. These can be eliminated through urine, you know, because water-soluble can be eliminated through urine. That's one way to remember it. And I'm going to repeat a lot of things so I can get through your thick skull. Like I am a thick skull, but anyways, I don't know. I don't know if you guys don't mind my little sass. I don't know if you guys mind me being a little sass. But I will. It's my podcast. But why must we have a bounced diet? How can we repair a relationship with food? How can we use food for fuel? You know, fixing our relationship with food matters. We must because... We must because we must adapt our bodies to become stronger. We must fuel our bodies to become stronger. You guys get what I mean. We must fuel our bodies to adapt to the traumas imposed on it. Like heavy weight lifting, cardio, moving our bodies in general. You know, to just make it stronger and more adaptive over time. Don't be afraid of having the occasional burger or chicken tenders. But just don't make that your 100% of your diet. But what you could do when you eat a burger, if you decide to, if you go to McDonald's, maybe add, maybe eat the salad without, maybe eat the salad, the apples, and your burger. You know, that's perfectly balanced. You know, however, you can make your meal healthier. Even if you bring it home, add you some greens, add some fruits, maybe a protein bar on the side if you're bulking. Or if you just want something sweet with it, that's completely fine, too. You know, anything, any way, you could add extra nutrients to something like a McDonald's burger or fries or tenders. Or, like, do what I do. You know, if I get chicken tenders, I tend to cut them up or, like, break them up and put them in a salad with spinach, some cheese, have an apple on the side, and it's perfect. That's a perfect meal, guys. I know it's a little bit... On the high calorie side, but the nutrients, with the nutrient profile. I know the trans fat is a little bit high or saturated fat is high, but we don't do this every day, do we? No. It's once in a while occurrence. And nutrition is all about what you could add to your meal. You know, I like to pair whatever I get with greens with extra vegetables to bulk up my meal, to make it more nutritious, to help my digestion with the food. You know, because it's all about balancing out a little bit. 
a balanced diet full of nutrients helps us perform our day-to-day activities and gives us a really awesome workout. You, when you are close to hungry, don't like don't get too hungry either. I've had that experience. That is not a pretty experience. That is setting you up to binge. Drink water or if you must, flavor your water. Some people don't like the taste of water. Get your water somehow, even if you have to get bottled water. I know a lot of people don't like faucet water. I don't mind faucet water. They, drinking water helps you get rid of the toxins and, you know, it overall helps you stay satiated and you need water. Bottom line, and we all know this. You got to stay hydrated and whatnot. Stop when you're totally full. You know you're full and you're making yourself clean off the plate. That's not good. Save it for later. If you can't, if you can't, right, you know, do what you think is right. You know, ask someone around the table if they want the rest of this. Or ask your server if there's a way to preserve this. You know, sometimes we have to bring it home right straight away and wrap it in aluminum foil. You might want to freeze it and thaw it out. Sometimes you got to do that. Nighttime snacks should be not a full meal. Like I said on my previous podcast about sleep. So, and the reason why I say small is because well, obviously we know we, we shouldn't be eating before we go to bed. But some of us, we sleep better with something in our stomachs because of blood pressure. If our blood pressure is too low, we will not sleep. So... Choose wisely. You know, if you could sleep without food, a little extra food in your stomach or a sleep time snack, that's completely fine, too. And make sure you keep your nutrition a bit more consistent each day. Make sure we're eating about the same time each day. The better, the more consistent you are, the less likely you are to binge eat. Or the less likely you are to starve yourself. Even if you have to put yourself on a timer. Even if you have to put an alarm for breakfast time, dinner time, snack time. You know, whatever floats your boat. Snack on fruits, lettuce, fiber bars, protein bars. Just to make sure you're... But just make sure they don't bloat you either. You know, personally, I would talk to a doctor about that. If something's bloating you and you want to do an elimination diet, that's something you talk to with your doctor and that's something you talk to. And sometimes you might have to get your gut bacteria checked out. Never fast too long. I got a bit of a story to tell you guys. So I was almost 30 hours fasted. Matter of fact, it was like 30 hours. You know, that was this was back when my eating disorder was at its all-time high. Don't do that. I fasted for 30 hours and I got nauseated. I got irritable. My brain was cloudy. I was grumpy. I just had no energy whatsoever. And it was afternoon. I puked. My stomach was not happy with me. I kept hydrated. I did what any person on a water fast would do. Even had electrolytes, water. It didn't work for me. Tea. Even had tea, coffee, never drink coffee on an empty stomach either. Tons of water. I was, it was literally what I was consuming throughout those 
hours. But fasting is good for 12 to 18 hours. Some people could do 23 hours, but it's not recommended. The best fast is typically 12 to 18 hours, especially before your doctor's appointment. So they can get a proper blood drawn if you go to get your blood drawn. Some people cannot fast due to health issues, like blood sugar and all that stuff. And diabetes, well, te technically type 1 diabetes, they can't be fasting because they have to have a snack or else it screws with their blood pressure. Blood sugar. Fad diets. We're going to talk about fad diets, though. If you're sensitive about fad diets, please make sure you are aware about your triggers. But keto soup diets, 1,200 calorie diets, no fat diets. And most of these fat diets are not for the average adult. 1,200 calories is only enough to supplement a young toddler. You will lose muscle mass, hair, teeth. You will feel weak. Women should, women should aim for at least 1,600 calories a day to 2,400, depending on if you're very active or not. That you could talk to with your doctor if you feel more comfortable talking to your doctor. But we should never, ever do a 1200 calorie diet unless our doc doctor, unless our doctor says that. Even then, I'll get a second opinion because those low calorie diets are never good for you. Because you will gain your weight back. You just screwed up your metabolism if you did. I had to re do a reverse diet after. Doing a 1200, 1300 calorie diet, you know, and it takes years for your body to fully recover. And then, by the way, you should be aiming for 2000 to 2500. And some of you high active athletes, 3000 or more. Talk to your doctor again, you know. Keep your activity logged and food logged. Keep in mind, the more information you have on your nutrition, your activity, the better. Because your doctor could, could help you out a lot more. You know, that's something I had on my side the last time I went to the doctor. She said, you're perfectly healthy. You know, I gained a few pounds back. I was devastated. So, look, you're pretty damn healthy. You, you do 10,000 steps a day. You go to the gym. You eat quite healthy. You know, she was actually the one that told me your body fluctuates 8 to 12 pounds. 8 at most. You know, especially before your cycle. You know, if you're going to weigh yourself. If you're a woman like myself. Only weigh yourself once a month. And that should be a few days after your period. And keep in mind... You eat a lot of sodium. That's also water retention. So, you know, as always, keep yourself balanced and as active as possible. Rest as needed. This is, this is from ashes to stars. I'm your hostess, Frankie Ash. I hope you guys stay tuned and thank you for listening.
Thank you again for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys take care of yourselves and good night.